In the Science Show over the past six years, we've brought you many superstars of STEM. These are women who've been selected by Science and Technology Australia and trained in media, as well as being assessed as brilliant in their field. One was on early in this program. That's Dr. Taylor Sisko talking about photosynthesis. Here's another, Kirsten Beckendorf of Southern Cross University. She was on the Science Show way back. But what did we talk about then? Uh, we were talking about prawns and pesticides in Vietnam. Are you still in the same field? Yes, so I'm very concerned about the healthfulness of our seafood and of course our seafood's is only as healthy as the environment in which it's grown. So I have been investigating pesticides in our waterways in Australia now and in our seafood. In our seafood here? So I've actually been looking at wild oysters and crabs and collecting them from our estuaries and testing them along with the water and the sediment for pesticide residues. What do they have in them? Mercury? Well, definitely a range of heavy metals. and We've found high levels of mercury in some places, nickel and chromium. But more concerning is actually the insecticides and herbicides that we're finding. I've found 21 different pesticides in Richmond River and large numbers in our oysters. So we can get on average eight different pesticides in single oyster samples. And quite a number of those are actually pesticides that are banned from use overseas. I found one pesticide that's actually banned in Australia as well. And how do you account for that? Yes, it's not good. It's not a legacy pesticide because it's one that breaks down pretty quickly in the environment, so it shouldn't be there. It's probably been stored by the farmer and is continuing to be used after the ban has actually come in. How many farmers do you think may have a similar situation, not being aware of the kind of rather dangerous material they've got that should be looked after and disposed properly? I don't think we know because I don't think we investigate it enough, but certainly in a different catchment I did find a different pesticide that's also banned, so I, I don't think the majority of farmers would do that, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you said about awareness, whether they're actually aware, and I think that a lot of farmers are probably not aware of how harmful these pesticides are to their own health let alone to the environment. I would have hoped that they're using less in the way of pesticides these days for all sorts of environmental reasons. Unfortunately the pesticide sales in Australia have doubled in the last few years. They've doubled so yeah there's actually a really large number of pesticides currently being imported and used in Australian agriculture. And we can't have genetically modified crops or anything like that which is going to make the situation less problem? Unfortunately, a lot of the genetic modification is actually for herbicide resistance, so they actually can encourage more pesticide use. Snookered. <laughs> I think uh, what we really need to be looking at is integrated pest management, so actually bringing the predators back into our cropping systems and uh, controlling the insects a little bit more naturally. You mean they're there already, they're not aliens being imported? exotic ones? No, a good natural healthy ecosystem will have a mix of insects which include predators and when the ecosystem is in balance that's probably a good way to control a lot of the pests because we will always get pests that are resistant to pesticide if you expose them to too much. So part of our problem is that we actually have large monoculture in Australia and that encourages certain types of pests that come in and you know really do a lot of damage. In the northern part of New South Wales it's been pretty rough for reasons we know very well, flooding and so on. How's the university coping? 
The university was quite heavily involved in that whole flood recovery activity and certainly we do have a number of funded projects at the moment looking at flood impacts and flood recovery. I've been monitoring the impacts of the flood on our estuarine systems and particularly looking at all the little invertebrates that feed the fish in the rivers and they're starting to recover which is actually a really good sign I think but it did bring down a lot of heavy metals and particularly the floods after the fires and of course the pesticides. See you in another 10 years. Thank you. (laughs) Kirsten Beckendorf at the Southern Cross University near Lismore in New South Wales, doing valiant work despite the floods. She's a superstar of STEM.